you know, use it for a while, you'll already know what works, but you know, and how to use it. Like Peppy Relief, my husband and I both have one of those on the side of our bed at night, because if you have something, you know, too late in the evening, if you have spaghetti sauce, if you have something that's gonna give you a little heartburn or indigestion, I just literally roll over, roll that right on my stomach and put the cat back on, go right back to sleep. I mean, I can't believe how fast it helps. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, today we've got a special, special guest that I met on stage with our good friend of ours, Russell Brunson, when he was doing a, a fun little uh, launch challenge thing with Dan Kennedy. And and Sherry was trying to get more traffic and figure out things for her business. And I said, well, come on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. We'll get your story out there. And uh, here's Sherry Miller here to uh, tell us a little bit more about her journey in, into the essential oils. And she sent me an amazing uh, gift basket. We'll have to put a link on the show notes for you to see. And uh, yeah, Sherry, welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast. How are you? And let's hear a little bit about your, your journey. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Um, yeah, so my uh, essential oil journey kind of started back in uh, 2012, 2013, back in the day when every woman my age, at least, was invited to one of those essential oil parties. Um, it was an MLM and a couple of different companies had that. And I had already had some experience with MLMs and so I didn't go to those, but I was interested in essential oils. So I went online and bought, you know, some different starter packs and started just really making the house smell good is what I wanted. Um, and it wasn't until a little while later that I learned about the health benefits of essential oils. and I was a teacher for 20 years, and at the time I discovered this, I was teaching high school English, and I don't know what happened. I, I was just constantly sick in the building that I was in, and I kind of blamed the building, honestly, because it was old, and another teacher had this constant, I don't know, like not sick enough to take off work, but just this constant sinus bronchial thing going on. And um, I started researching and experimented with uh, a diffuser next to my bed. And I put some things in it that would help the immune system, they said, like eucalyptus, and frankincense and rosemary. And then I added some lemon and orange. I just started making a big combination. Well, the next thing I know, I wasn't sick anymore. My husband noticed it. My kids noticed it. And the only thing I had changed in my life was that I added these essential oils. So that was kind of the start of it. I was just kind of dipping my toe in the water there. Yeah. yeah. Have you had anybody in your life try to uh, push some essential oils on you? Well, my mom probably could speak more to that. I personally have been, had li limited uh, exposure. I know there was that, what's that one company, doTERRA? Yeah, um, they they definitely um, came in my, uh, you know, atmosphere. But uh, and then welcome to the stage. My mom, Janet Benton Gaylord, head of research and development for the Miracle Plant. How about you, mom? You ever been to one of those uh, MLM? Uh, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Why don't you come over? We'll have some dinner. 
<laughs> you can't leave without buying something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of experience more with essential oils. So I may, well, holistic healer is what I used to call myself. Now my certifications are integrative nutritionist. And then I'm also a psychologist. So it's been a healing journey for physical illness my whole life. And so I've gone through like all the, every herb ever created and every combination and created most of my own. And then same with essential oils. I remember the diffuser. Uh, so I never joined any of the things or whatever, but I did use a certain brand. Uh, and by the way, it's kind of interesting when I did my last certification for integrative nutrition, I all anybody learned in the class was to join doTERRA and make smoothies. And, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I personally would not recommend either of those. Um, yeah. But no, I used the oils. I remember my son was in a bad accident, was paralyzed. And so I had a diffuser and the company I was using had something called like peace or something that was relaxing that I had going all the time. And so I've used them over the years. Uh, quite a bit, and we actually use them in our uh, CBDA products uh, for different mm. too. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. So anyway, no, I'm very familiar with them, and uh, <laughs> and think it's great. Anything to me that's natural and avoids pharmaceuticals and is effective without yeah. side effect is what I'm in favor. Of. Yeah, I just didn't realize in the beginning, how medically, you know, helpful that they could be. I remember having a headache and I decided, you know, to look up online, what could help. And my little online thing said to use peppermint. Okay. Well, I had some peppermint in my starter pack and it said to, you know, of course, keep it away from your eyes. So I put it on my temples right back by my hairline and a little bit on my forehead. And I just couldn't believe that within 60 seconds, my headache was gone. I mean, I just, I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact of how fast that it would work. But, um, so I kind of had a turning point with essential oils. Eventually, um, my dad and stepmom moved to Florida and we started going down there to visit and hang out with them. And then on one of our visits, the day we were supposed to leave, actually, we were getting ready to go to the beach. My dad, my dad hollered at us from the bottom of the stairs and said that his doctor had called and he had to go to the hospital right away because he was in kidney failure. And I thought, I thought people in kidney failure would be unconscious and on the floor, you know, or dead. I didn't realize that you could be standing there walking out the door to go to the car and be in kidney failure. Mm -hmm. So his, his experience, you know, kind of, that's when I felt like I got slapped in the face with um, the fact that I wanted to change my medicine cabinet around because uh, well, I want to preface this part, this next part, when I talk about my dad, I want to be completely transparent and say that my dad had a lot of health complications. He had 20 years worth of them, you know, so please don't think that him being in the hospital for kidney failure was the, you know, was only because he took a lot of ibuprofen for the gout that he had. I mean, as painful as it was, gout was the least of his worries. Okay. And we don't even know if ibuprofen caused his kidney failure at all. So I'm not saying that. But uh, I will say this, I had a shoulder impingement years ago and the, it's the worst pain I've ever felt short of giving birth. And the doctor <laughs> prescribed to me 800 milligrams of ibuprofen three times a day and said that I would start to feel better in two weeks. And I was like, uh, <laughs> that just sounds wrong. I've read the back of that bottle, you know, so I chose physical therapy, which worked perfectly and I didn't have to do it. But anyway, 
once my dad was admitted into the hospital for his kidney failure and he got settled into his room, I remember his nurse talking to us casually about how uh, if he had come in there with a heroin overdose, she could save his life. But with too much ibuprofen, there was nothing she could do for him and would just have to run its course. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just stunned me. I mean, I feel like I'm a halfway educated person, but I never really thought about the fact that you couldn't be helped by medical professionals for an over-the-counter pain reliever if you had taken too much, you know, not, I'm not saying like you're just chugging them, overdosing them. I mean, taking them as directed, but maybe a little extra too much. So it just profoundly changed the way I thought about medicine, our medicine cabinet. And um, I decided to go get training on essential oils. I went to uh, Dr. Axe's Essential Oil Institute and they go through every system of the body and what oils help each part of the body. And I just became certified in essential oil use. So. And was that able, were you able to help your dad with some of that training? Was there some, you know. I did, but like I said, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I was able to help with a few things, but you know, that, like I said, he had 20 years worth of health issues that, I mean, I just was not educated on that. And it, it was far beyond, um, what I could have helped him with. You know, he, like I said, he'd been in and out for, he had something called Wegner's disease. And I wasn't able to help him with all of those things. But after hearing his nurse talk about that, I was able to help him. I was constantly rubbing oils on his feet and stuff to give him comfort um, and help where I could. I wish I had known about it earlier, you know. And that's, uh, yeah, that's heartbreaking. And, and, you know, people don't know. I mean, I, I remember I, I played uh, baseball. Uh, growing up and I uh, you know we would uh, we played you know double headers and tons of games and so our arms were so sore and I wasn't even a pitcher I was an infielder mm -hmm. anyways and we would just we were kids dumb kids you know 17 18 19 yeah. and we just would take however much ibuprofen made the pain go away you know and it, we, it would be I don't know 1500 what? milligrams 2000 sure. milligrams we didn't care we didn't know because again, how, who would tell us, and also when you're that age, you're invincible. But anyways, you, you know, and then, you know, we would have somebody that would have like a 800 milligram tablets. And, and obviously you can just go get Advil or whatever. And, right. um, and yeah, but people don't know that it, it does kill people. It does, um, you know, end lives prematurely and quality of life. And no one really knows that. I mean, we know that now. I mean, we've done the research and looked at all the over-the-counter prescription pills and aspirin and you know some of it's out there and again there's this like false sense of security you know that we have you know as americans we grow up as america and we have these ideals and we have this you know constitution and founding fathers and this like this great idea of of what america is and we have these this government that was set up and we have these agencies that are governmental that are there to protect the people and all of these ideals are out there but when you dig a deeper, unfortunately, uh, the system that we currently have uh, does not. I can make many, many cases how our current system, just like the FDA, does not um, seem to have, does not have the best interest in Americans' health. Um, you can look at the poisons that are in our food, poisons that are in our water, the poisons that are in our pills, 
over-the-counter and prescribed. Um, the, it's just, it's so sad um, that, that it's not common knowledge. And it's so sad that that's the state uh, of affairs that we're in. So I'm sorry to hear that. And, um, you know, it was, uh, we had a, a journey with our, my son that had a severe autism diagnosis and medical community basically said, grit, cope, and bear it. Um, you know, get ready for the long haul. And I wasn't going to accept that because he was a healthy kid beforehand. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, we continued to do our research and that's what led us uh, obviously to finding the miracle plant and juicing it like, you know, celery. But, but, uh, so what are, what are some of the things that, that your, that your oils are, are helping most people with, or what are some of the things that all this knowledge that you've accumulated, what are you finding people are really coming to you and loving the most about? Uh, you know, your company? Well, I'll tell you, I have this blend called Daily Wellness. And I love this thing. The reason why I uh, have a block in our Getting Started kit, the one that you saw, is because I want people to keep them on their desk or wherever they spend the most of their time. Because I use Daily Wellness. I just put, swirl it on my palms, um, a, you know, once a day. And probably, you know, since it's at my desk, probably five days a week. And I haven't been sick. I mean, I know I can't make medical claims and everything. Of course, I can't do that. But I haven't been sick since 2013. And that includes like flus, colds, all the things. And even in 2020 and 2021, when all of my students were coming and coughing and hacking at me on, you know, at my desk, uh, I was able, my immune system was able to stay supported. So I absolutely love daily wellness. And then, um, my son loves this peppy relief, the peppermint. It's in a roller bottle. With All of them have organic um, coconut oil in them as a blend because essential oils are so light that they would literally just evaporate. So you need to have a carrier oil to carry it into your skin. So that's why all of our blends have the organic coconut oil. So this peppy relief that my son would always carry in his bag, he would use it on his calves because he'd have two-a-day practices. He would have JROTC in the morning, or um, sorry, he would have cross country in the morning and run like five miles before school. And then after school, he had JROTC. And he just rubbed that on there. And, you know, it, it's better than those uh, cold hot creams, you know, that you can get. So he was happy with that. Um, I've had people, this happy skin blend that I put in your um, packet is lavender and tea tree oil with the coconut oil. And my stepdaughter said that this is the best stuff she's ever used for tattoo relief when she gets <laughs> a new tattoo because um, her skin doesn't raise up. And I had another friend who said it helped get rid of a scar. So those things in particular, of course, the lavender, the living lavish, I had a student come up with that name. <laughs> You're living lavish. <laughs> uh, but that has helped so many people with, um, cuts and scrapes and um, any kind of burns or bites, it just relieves the skin. So when you think lavender, think skin, especially, but it also promotes sleep, helps you focus, it calms the mind. So those are fantastic. And then of course, I, I put in Thieven. There's a blend called Thieves. And I, you know, the story of Thieves, have you ever heard of that? Yes. I have when I when I got into your, so. Just a one quick tip. So I didn't see that the the um, 
the little uh, story or the little paper inside uh-huh. of the thing. So maybe put something in, I don't know, so a sticker or something that people know, because I wouldn't have known that that little paper was in there. Oh, it was wound up too tight. Yeah. <laughs> so just food for thought. So people, because it's yeah. great and you tell the story. But yeah, I know the story now, yeah. but tell us the story. I think it's, and that's my favorite one. That was the one. It's the clove that I love in there. Yeah. Oh, it smells like Christmas, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, the story of thieves is that, um, apparently there were four brothers who were grave robbers during, um, the black plague and people were annoyed with them, the townspeople, because, you know, why are you digging up dead bodies and stealing their gold, their, you know, any kind of jewelry that they might've had. And everyone was basically disgusted with them. But they thought, well, they'll get sick and die. They'll get theirs, you know, and didn't worry too much about it. But they didn't get sick and they didn't die. And people were, you know, questioning how they could have done that. But one story is that they were um, sailors and that they, you know, in their journeys, they um, they sold and traded the cloves, the cinnamon, all of the spices, And then there's another story I heard from a different person that said that their parents were herbalists. Well, I think probably both could be true, but they were used to using those oils and um, the different types of fruits and stuff for their, you know, like the lemons and the oranges and things like that for their healing. And and they never did get sick. So the thieves, um, Thieven Blend has all of the ingredients that I have read from different sources on what would be in there. And like I said, it smells like Christmas, so. No, it, it's a great one. I've used it from a different company or whatever years ago. But yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, and it's a great story and it's true. The sailors. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's an alternative medicine. <laughs> Although that was pretty common, I'm sure in their day to use more things, more natural things. Luckily they didn't sure. have. They had no Tylenol or penicillin back then, which I actually think is great not to have those. But no, I think. <laughs> thing too that you're also training your children and not even any particular oil even is important but the fact that they know there's an alternative and they are aware of the downside we tell them the mm-hmm. story of grandpa and so again too i think you've trained them to question you know mm-hmm. practices and to realize there are natural things that work so to me that's one of the best things you're doing is giving the next generation a head start on um on actually being healthy yeah and, I totally agree with you with all those drugs. They talked about babies with Tylenol. And so people got, kind of got the idea not to give your babies Tylenol. But other than that, most people still uh, take way too many pharmaceuticals. I have people coming in, they're taking 28 and 17. And, um, it's, it's crazy. Um, it, it is. I feel, yeah. I wish I had been more educated about it sooner in my life because um, I have three children um, that are mine. I have three stepdaughters. Um, of my three children that are mine, uh, I shouldn't say that are mine, they're all six mine, but that I gave birth to. (laughs) My daughter, um, she had all sorts of ear infections when she was little. And um, I constantly took her to the doctor and he constantly gave her amoxicillin. And I mean, it was like two weeks on, two weeks off. And she is 24 now and has so many health problems that just started with with all of those antibiotics that I, you know, gave her just for something that I could have probably chosen something plant-based that would have helped her. They don't, they don't tell you that. I know like, for instance, Justin had some issues when he was young, which 
I won't relate, tell you what I related that to. But anyway, the doctor at one point prescribed an antibiotic and went to check him after I gave it to him. And he had, his face looked red, like from your sleep. And he was a little guy, about two or three. And then it just didn't look right. So I didn't give him that dose and called the doctor. And the doctor said he was severely allergic to penicillin. If I had given him the extra dose, he would have died. Mm. And so, and I grew up as an herbalist and my mom was that way. So I can't believe I was even listening to doctors, but it's very scary for people to step away from medicine because now you are responsible for your own health. And that's oh, yeah. a very scary step for people. But once you do it and realize the benefits, and I'm also a big proponent, obviously, of a nice, healthy, organic, plant-based diet. But uh, again, too, it's very hard for people. We're so used to just doing what we're told medically. And we're assuming these doctors have some special knowledge. And I think it's sad that we don't, like you're doing now, getting the word out. You don't have to do all this. These are natural plant things that are produced here in our country that will help you. So, uh, yeah, we all go through our journeys at different times. And so right. I think it's what you're doing. Like I say, I can't tell you again how impressed I was seeing the package and then that beautiful wood base with the things in it. Like you say, it makes it so much easier for someone to use it than if you have them in your medicine cabinet or tossed in my purse or something like that. So I was very... Right. And the names, it made everything about it. It's, it's, it's really great. Um, oh, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I, I remember um, I came home from school during my plan time one time. Um, my husband and I have since moved to Florida. Uh, we wanted to be around our parents. But I, I was at school and I came home during my plan time because everyone in the house had the flu except me. And, I, you know, and I'm making them soup and getting them all their rounds of, you know, stuff to help. And I said, have you guys been putting on your daily wellness? No. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have been. And, you know, after that, they did. You know, they started using that more often um, because I just, like I said, it it's not a miracle cure-all, but it doesn't, it definitely doesn't work if you don't put it on. And I put it on and I haven't been sick for, you know, a decade. And I don't know. I, I, I physically will go put it on people in my household. But, you know, it, it can't work if you don't put it on. So. Well, I, I laugh about that, too. Like, I am very much an herbalist. And all these things I can have. On, but if they're sitting in their cupboard, they aren't going to get into me by osmosis, I keep telling myself. Exactly. But, you you, have, to, you, know, you have to use it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, and kids learn. Often the kids do have some kind of a crisis where it actually worked. And mm -hmm. it, yeah. but it takes a while. And we certainly don't get any encouragement but from our media or school exposure anything to anything uh, other than pharmaceuticals so yeah uh so your children are blessed all six of them yep. have that's alert and finding a natural way uh to help them yeah awesome it's, uh, and I, I would also say too like i also like the magnet thing that you sent as well i thought that was an ingenious little marketing thing i was like oh then you put it on your on your refrigerator and you see them every single day. So I thought well, that was a, a great little idea. That also, that also came about because, you know, it's just like you said, the little paper that um, is inside the boxes, you know, it's in there, but I was thinking about it and, and I've had those in there for a long time, but I was thinking what they're going to throw away the box. <laughs> you know, if it, at some point they're going to throw away the box and that little piece of paper, they're not going to leave them there. And I can't tell you how many people have said to me, you know, okay, now what oil does what? <laughs> Which one right. am I supposed to use? And so by making this magnet, you can just look at it. And after you, you know, use it for a while, you'll already know what works. But 
you know, and how to use it. Like Peppy Relief, my husband and I both have one of those on the side of our bed at night because if you have something, you know, too late in the evening, if you have spaghetti sauce, if you have something that's going to give you a little heartburn or indigestion, I just literally roll over, roll that right on my stomach and put the cat back on, go right back to sleep. I mean, I can't believe how fast it helps. Yeah, that's amazing. No, and the, the magnet is a great idea. I made a calendar magnets for customers years and years and years ago, and I had a really cute picture and things. I still see it on people's houses. And the calendar is <laughs> obviously no longer useful. But yeah, if you have just information on it, it will be there. Uh, for Yeah. So were you able to get the, the, did we send you some CBD? Did you get a chance to check out our products? Um, I have not received anything yet, but things come slowly to Southwest Florida. I'm just going to say that because if you're anywhere in the Midwest, you know, they're on their way to somewhere else. But when you're in Southwest Florida, there's nowhere south of us except Cuba. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll get some. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. What's that? Are you near South Beach or way south? We are on the Gulf side in Naples. So. Beautiful place. Yeah, I, I think we're closer to Havana, Cuba than we are Tampa. So we're far south. We're down in the Everglades. Yeah, I met Justin and his wife there one time at a wonderful golf resort, I remember. That's where I proposed at the Everglades, Club of the Everglades, <laughs> on the 18th green on a 600-yard par 5, and I made the birdie putt, then went down <laughs> on bended knee. But anyways, oh, how yes, fun. I have, yeah, we stayed at the Ritz-Carlton out there. I still have the robe. But, it's a beautiful uh, place. It certainly is. And they have that golf tournament there every year. But uh, but that's just, I mean, let's talk one more thing before we, we let you go. And before I forget, where can everyone find these wonderful products that we've been talking about? Well, I have a website at essentialforwellness.com. And then today I made a special for your listeners. And they can find that at essentialforwellness.com slash miracle plant. Nice. Sure. If you go to essentialforwellness.com slash miracle plant, there is a special um, that includes all of the five oils and the holder and the magnet at a special price uh, just for you guys. Love it. When you have to, you'll have to log in to see what that special price is. We'll keep you in suspense. And the last <laughs> thing that I wanted to cover was um, how, how's the marketing going for you? Because I know that's how we met in Russell Brunson's world. And that's how Russell and I met was because when COVID hit, we have physical stores out here in the West Coast, but the world changed. And now over half of Americans shop online first, whereas before it was like 17%. But now 60, 70% of Americans, we don't go drive somewhere. We just go, you know, whether it's Amazon or wherever it is, we go online first, whether it's Uber Eats or whether it's grocery delivery. And so I knew that shift was going to happen. COVID just hyperdrived it uh, to where we are now. And so that's when I had to become a digital marketing online funnel expert like Russell. And uh, so um, how's that going for you? And uh, I'd love to see if there's anything I can do to point you in the right direction for that as well. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, I um, just resigned from teaching. I decided 20 years of grading essays was enough. So I just resigned this past school year and and decided to give essential oils my full-time attention. And here's what I discovered is on Facebook, 
and such, as long as I am posting things that are, I don't know, funny memes or pictures of the bears going through my yard, it seems like I have a lot of traffic. And then as soon as I post things like essential oils, I don't get as many views. And so I tried some paid ads and have done that. So um, I'm still on my, in my infancy on that, but I have a feeling that I need to go more through podcasts and I need to go through uh, YouTube. Um, Instagram is going so-so, but they're, you know, Facebook and Instagram are same company, so, or same owner. Yep, well, and they call that shadow banning. And trust me, right. as, a, as a supplement, uh, you know, entrepreneur, I know all about it all too well. Oh, I'm uh, sure. And so the things that we can do for sure is podcasting, like we're doing here. When Clubhouse uh -huh. was hot, there was a, there were, you could get on a, on a stage like this with hundreds or if not thousands of people. I was on Twitter spaces last night. Uh, Grant Cardone has some pretty good uh, Twitter spaces and conversations, mm. really pushing the envelope, and, yeah. uh, which I'm all about freedom of speech. Let's talk about it. And they actually yeah. say that. Let's talk about it. And anyways, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And, and, and so we certainly can talk about, you know, hemp and cannabis and, and, and essential oils and, and uh, natural healing. Um, but, uh, you know, another thing is SEO, I would highly recommend, uh, especially local SEO. If there's a place people can find you and come to you directly, that's an mm -hmm. easy one to really build up to show up on the first page of Google. Uh, YouTube organic is also great. Um, there's some great courses. Gerald Eves, uh, he wrote the book YouTube Formula, who's also in Russell's world. He's also the producer of The Chosen, if you've uh, been watching that show. Uh, which oh, is yeah. all organic traffic, uh, and that's all done by him. He also works with a, a you know a, a YouTube superstar, Mr. Beast. Uh, so Daryl <laughs> Eves is is the guy to definitely um, understand how to go viral on YouTube. And basically, you're building in SEO ads, you're building in organic ads in YouTube with you know the right tags and the right headlines, uh, and the, you're only going to get more views over time. Also, when you find something on YouTube that's, that's organic or going viral or getting lots of views, then that's the one you pour gas on the fire and you turn that one into an ad, a paid ad on YouTube. So those are some okay. of the little tricks that I've seen. Podcasts are great. Uh, open platforms like Twitter Spaces and, and even Clubhouse that we're on right now can be great. Uh, and then organic YouTube is certainly the way to go. And if you want to go, and, and there's also things called native ads. Uh, there's companies out there that will do, uh, like Taboola is one, there's a bunch, uh, that you basically are showing up on websites. Um, they'll be a little bit more lenient than like Google or other companies that might, sh might not allow you uh, to say anything about anything helping something. <laughs> it's like craziness. Isn't it crazy? I it's mean... craziness. Trust when you me. think about, I mean, essential oils aren't regulated by the FDA. And part of me is like, okay, that's actually fine by me. Uh, once they start dipping their nose into that, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure how that will work out. But um, because it's not regulated, you know, essential oils, anybody, anybody anywhere can put something in a bottle and call it pure. And um, I, I really just go with organic on all of my oils because... I don't know. I think that's important. If you're going to be breathing stuff in, you're going to be putting it on your skin. You probably don't want um, pesticides on it or, you know, in it. So yeah, the FDA and um, all of our social media friends are kind of putting the slowdown on 
And I just wonder why that is. I just wonder I I why. Where would that pressure be coming from? You know, <laughs> what trillion it. dollar industry has has the most to lose? Huh. But uh, and how did yeah. you get the organic? That's amazing. I saw that the USDA. That's on there. That's a, a great uh, accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, the The companies that I go through, I only go through ones that are certified. US, uh, USDA organic or Oregon Tilth organic, and I make sure that they have the correct uh, paperwork to back that up. That's awesome. So, that, I know that's so important. Yeah. And with us, we're, we're, we're inching closer. We have to do three years on one field with one seed to be certified USDA. So we're coming wow. up on that this year. So we're excited. I mean, we've always been organic, of course, and, and uh, pesticides and heavy metals are uh, a root evil especially what mm -hmm. happened to my son, but, you know, billions of people around the world uh, oh, yeah. have to deal with that. So, well, any final comments or anything you want to leave our audience with? I'm so happy that uh, we got a chance to quote unquote meet and yeah. uh, we have that special offer to go and I'll make sure you make a, a call to action one more time on that. Yeah, that's fantastic. No, I just appreciate you having me on here and I, I love talking to your listeners and letting them know that plants are technically traditional medicine. You know, they <laughs> They've been around, you know, for thousands of years. Pharmaceuticals you know, have only been around since the 1930s. So um, I always encourage everybody as much as you can, you know, just stay out of the doctor's office <laughs> if you possibly can. An apple a day keeps you know. the doctor away. Exactly. I mean, if you're in a car accident or have a heart attack, obviously those, you know, you don't have as many choices. But if there are little things, you know, that you can fix, I, I would, I would, uh, Go to on the plant-based direction. On the end of every Miracle Plant podcast, we say heal the world. But before we do that, let's tell them one more time where to go to go get, you take advantage of this special offer. Okay, yeah. It is at www.essentialforwellness.com slash Miracle Plant. Love it. Well, like I said, at the end of every podcast, we say heal the world. That is the mission to reach 1 billion people by 2025 about the power of this miracle plant and helping people take control of their health by using plants over pills. Food is our medicine. Everything we put into our body will either help us or hurt us. So be mindful of the things and the choices that we make. So in the count of three, we're going to say heal the world to send out that energy, that positive, positive vibration. Someone can feel it. Someone can find us. Someone can forward this podcast, rate this podcast, review this podcast, and get someone out there who's in a situation where they're at wit's end. They've tried the conventional medical Western medicine, and they're not getting the results they want for themselves or a loved one. And now it's time to try, like you said, traditional medicine, the one that's been around for 8,000 years and, and counting uh, versus exactly. the one that's only been around for 100 or so. So on the count of three, let's say heal the world. One, two, three. Heal, heal, heal the world. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody, on the Miracle Plant Podcast. Thank you, Sherry and my mom, Janet. And we will see you next week on the Miracle Plant Podcast. Be a blessing, everybody, and happy healing. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humiston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. 
Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.